Life is meant to be lived, not controlled. Ralph Ellison. This is Life in Perspective, episode 21, Lose Control. (laughs) Let's get it. in perspective. I know I told y'all after 20, we were not going to count, but this week we are counting because this is season one finale, guys. We are taking a short, very, 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 very short break before we come back for season two. But I had to end on this note. You know, I wanted to share with you guys my week and what I've been struggling with. How's your week? How are you doing? Well, you know, how, how are you journeying through all the unexpected change that we are experiencing on a day-to-day basis. I hope you guys are well. I also hope that you are taking moments to stop and breathe and pause and just reflect on life. Also, what I've learned is that if you take a moment to reflect on what you do have and what is happening for you, then it kind of shifts your focus, helps you to live life in a place of gratitude so that you can make it from day to day. You know, oftentimes we focus on what's not working, what's not happening, you know, things that we're losing. And we don't focus on all the amazing blessings that we do have. Remember, your worst day is someone's best day. And I think if we just, you know, approach life on a day-to-day basis from a place of gratitude, it will help us deal better, okay? It will help us deal better. All right, y'all. So, you know, this has been a very interesting week for me. Um, You know, I have come to realize that I have control issues. I think I've made that confession on here a couple of times, but I think this week it got a little bit tough for me. You know, it got a little bit rough. It got a little bit out of hand. You know, I, I, you know, I I was on the struggle bus this week. I almost didn't do the podcast because, you know, sometimes you reach a point where you don't have nothing left to give people because you are empty. And I realized that um, you can't pour from an empty cup. But I also had to take responsibility on why my cup was empty. And, you know, I had Bible study a couple weeks ago and I shared with them how the Lord was telling me to fast. You know, last week we talked about obedience. And I think a part of me has been in rebellion. I think there's a part of me that didn't really want to sit with the Lord um, out of fear of him saying or instructing me to do something that I didn't really want to do. Um, You know, I'm in a process where I'm trying to make a decision and it's very interesting. I prayed to God and was like, you know, I don't really know what to do here. I almost kind of feel like you have me by myself, you know, trying to make this decision. But, you know, y'all, I prayed a prayer that I don't really think I was ready to pray. And it was basically like, you know, whatever is in my life that is being presented to me, if it is not your will or if it's out of season, take it off the table. And I think... I think because I was sure that um, certain things that were being presented to me were for me and they weren't in the timing of God. I think I made that prayer. But then, you know, he started showing me other things and I'm like, oh, snap, did I just pray away what I really wanted? (laughs) And so I've just kind of been in this really, really, really weird space. It's interesting. I was flying back from Memphis to L.A. after visiting my family and I had like this dream slash vision because I feel like I wasn't in very much deep sleep. So I don't know if it can be considered a dream. Um, But in the dream, I just remember like being blasted into the air. I don't know if I like 
jumped or if I ran and flew or if something it the way that I was in the air felt like I was kind of released into the air. Um, But while I was flying in the air, I could also like was could see myself. So I was like standing on the ground watching myself being kind of thrusted into the air and me watching from the ground freeze framed the entire vision and I started like orchestrating or moving things around um, because I knew eventually I would fall, right? I knew I would hit the ground because it was not like a continuous flight. It was like, okay, thrusting you into this. But once I hit the ground, like I was making sure that it happened the way that I wanted it to happen or that I was, I had a safe landing. Like I was making sure that certain things were in place and It was very interesting um, because I feel like I woke up, but I had this sense like let it go. Right. Just like trust me. And I realized that that is how I oftentimes live my life, whether I'm entering a new relationship or from in a relationship, if I'm um, making a decision about something, if it just pretty much I try to control um the outcome and life is not meant to be lived that way (laughs) um because the the reality is that I'm not in control at all it's it's only a mental state and um I think the more that I learn to take my hands off things then things can flow the way that they're supposed to flow and I just kind of have been reflecting this week on what is it that makes me that way what is it that makes me feel like like I need to control everything. And I think ultimately it's fear. Um, I think that there is, I think after we experience trauma or hurt or pain, there is this need of like ensuring that we never encounter that again. And I think for me, I don't just like (laughs) shield myself from that situation. I think I shield myself from the pain or the hurt that it caused. And so I never want to be in a position where I feel like that again. And so I think because of that, I overcompensate, you know, or I overdo like protecting myself in a sense. I don't really know how to say it. Uh, but yeah, like I feel like I over, I I overanalyze, I overthink, I overplan, um, I overprotect myself. Um, and you know, I'm learning y'all how to deal with that. And I think the part that frustrates me is like every time I feel like I reach a place like, yo, you're good, you know? then I feel like something else comes up. And I know that that's just God's way of, you know, ensuring that I reach wholeness. But sometimes it's frustrating, you know? Sometimes you just be like, bro, can I be over this? Can I be good with this? But I think I appreciate him, like, consistently revealing things to me because I I do want to reach a place of complete wholeness. And I also feel like it's to be able to help other people walk through their journey. I think there are a lot of things um, that I've kind of like buried, right? There are a lot of emotions and stuff that I haven't even like touched or discussed or, you know, dealt with. And so I think when something happens and it triggers, you know, feelings or stuff, it's like, ah, I don't want to deal with this. (laughs) Like, I thought we were good. And so I I appreciate God revealing things um, to heal them. Um, But I was also thinking about stories in the Bible and how, like, every, like, person that God used, there was this level of relinquishing control. And I think for me, I have to be able to, like, 
have to be able to overcome my fears to be able to relinquish control because ultimately that's what it is like it's I don't know how this is going to turn out. And and it's crazy because it's, it's very much so like my journey with vulnerability. <laughs> it's like to be vulnerable is to say like, man, there's a possibility that I could end up hurt on the other side of this, but I'm a, I'm a take the risk anyway. And I think it should be easier to take a risk on a guy that, you know, can't fail right on a guy who always comes through. But I think too, it's always that fear of feeling how I felt you know, when I experienced what I experienced. And I think I am on a consistent journey to not ever feel like that again. Um, And so for me, I guess it's always like, okay, how did I end up there? And I think I take the steps that I feel like led me to the place to feel the way that I felt and experience what I experienced is now me living life to ensure that that doesn't happen again, which is unrealistic. Like I I can't control what other people do. I can't control how people see me. I can't control how people treat me or I can't control, you know, what people do, how people, I can't control other people. I can only control my response to it. But I think my response to it is like, all right, I'm going to make sure I never feel like that. And it's it's really unhealthy. Um, <laughs> it's extremely unhealthy because I've realized that it's almost um, crippling to me. And it, it, I literally felt myself in a place where like my legs felt stuck to the ground. Like I was not moving. Like I was entering into a place where I was just going to like be stuck. And I think when we try to control something we don't have control over, that's where we end up. Right. Because then it's like, okay. I don't know what this looks like. I'm never going to know what it looks like, but it sometimes keeps us moving forward because it's like, I don't want this to end up like last time or I don't want to experience what I experienced. And so I just wanted to challenge us today, you know, like we just got to trust God. Um, It's interesting. So I was reading like Matthew 6 and I think it's like verses 24 through 36 or something like that. It's a pretty long passage, but it just goes through how like, the grass, the flowers, the birds, like all of these things that are not nearly as valuable to God as we are. He takes care of them. Um, So why wouldn't he take care of us? (laughs) And, you know, I remember having to learn that scripture. Like I went to Christian school when I was younger and I remember having to learn this long passage of scripture. And it's like, look at the birds of the air. You know, they don't do things to like they they just live their life, right? They just fly in the air. They don't worry about, okay, maybe I should go get some food and put it in the ground just in case I end up hungry. You know, like the grass doesn't say, oh, maybe we shouldn't flow with the wind this way because, you know, one day the wind might not blow. Like they just, they just are, they just do. They just exist, right? And it's like, When you understand that you aren't in control and that there's something that is in control that knows he's all knowing, he understands everything. He can see far beyond us. It's like there's just this sense of rest that you have. Right. There's a sense of peace that you can just trust him with it. And I'm really working on getting there. (laughs) It's like, you know, I I felt really attacked by the scripture because it's like, look at the birds and look at the grass and look at the lilies. And it's like they don't worry about anything. And so you mean way more to God than all of those things he takes care of them so wouldn't he do beyond that for you and it's like um and there's a scripture that says who could add anything to their life by worrying and I'm like 
you know, I feel very attacked, Matthew. I feel very attacked by this. <laughs> um, but it's true. You know, worry doesn't add to our life. Anxiety doesn't add to our life. It takes it actually takes from us. It steals moments from us. It doesn't allow us to enjoy the life that God has given us. You know, there's a scripture that says, I come that you may have life um, in the full, abundantly in the full till it overflows. And it's like, if I'm worried about what could happen or what won't happen or what I don't have or what I could never have, or, you know, if I worry about that, it takes away the enjoyment of life. And that's not, Jesus came so that we could have and enjoy life. And so like, he didn't just want us, he he could have just come so that we could have life, you know, that we could have breath in our bodies and we could just merely exist. He came so that we could have and enjoy it. And how do we enjoy it? By trusting that he has a plan and that he has it all planned out. And I think a lot of this um, came up for me because I'm supposed to be doing something and I'm not doing it. And so something that was said on the podcast last week is just like when you do things in your own strength, according to your own plan, you have the responsibility to sustain it. But if I do things in the way of God, right, if I do things in his timing, in alignment with him and in alignment with what his word said, then I, it's not my responsibility. That's why I can rest. That's why I can have peace because he has to maintain it. If he said it, it has to come to pass. So it's like he has to do all the work. And it's like, why would I? It's like being on an electric bike or scooter, but scooting yourself. It's like, why would you do that? Why would you go with all the extra work to try to make it happen? Right. Because there's this sense of like, if I use my leg right on an electric scooter, you put both feet up and you just ride. Right. You put press the button and it just moves. But then there's also another way that you can do it. Right. You can you can kick your own foot, you can kick and push your own foot. And it's like there's some deception that says if I kick my own foot, I'm in control of this. Right. I can stop it when I want to stop it. I can, um, you know, decipher where it goes, how fast it goes, how slow it goes. Like, but if I release and put my feet up and just ride with it, then there's something in me that says, man, I don't have control over this. And it's like, for whatever reason to relinquish control, makes us worry when it should be where we rest. It should be where we can relax because we understand that God has it in control and he's in control anyway. So I don't even know why we would be putting ourselves through all this extra stuff, um, thinking we're controlling stuff. And so I think for me, you know, I'm learning y'all like for me, I'm just learning to rest in God. Um, we always talk about this scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11. I think that oftentimes we struggle um, because we think we know more than God. And me too, myself, that's why I said we, we think we know more than God. And I think, I, I think for me, I have to learn to like have super honest conversations with God. I think I do that, but I think also I have to like explore where the root of the fear comes from, right? And I think I I think there's a part of me that felt like, God, I experienced what I experienced out of following you. <laughs> and honestly, I'm grateful, you know, that it happened, but I also don't want to feel that way again. And <laughs> I feel like, you know, God, you got me. And I feel like, you know, there's a large part of that situation that has made me into the woman that I am today, but it hurt. And I don't feel that hurt no more. So I think everything that I do and my my desire to control things is just because I don't feel that way no more. 
And I just have to like learn to trust God. You know, I have to learn to keep building and developing that trust. It's a it's a process, and I think you know we have to allow ourselves grace, but we also can't keep using that as an excuse um, because it's it's really it's it's dishonorable to not trust God. And you know, I want to honor God. I want to I want to do what He tells me to do when He tells me to do it, without the fear of it putting me in a place where I experience hurt and pain. We just gotta, we just gotta trust it, you know? And so that's the journey I'm on. This, this is very, you know, candid conversation. This is the first time I'm out loud processing why I was feeling the way that I was feeling all week. And I think it's just that, you know, I I got into a place where I, I felt the pressure to make a decision when it wasn't even a decision that needed to be made right now. And I think we just have to, we have to recognize that the enemy plays on our triggers as well. Um, and we just, we, we just, we gotta trust God. That's what it boils down to, right? We, we understand who he is. We understand his character. We understand his heart. And I think when we get in moments where we feel anxiety about something, or we have all these fears, like we have to apply who he has been to us to that moment it right away instantly. We can't sit with our thoughts. We can't sit with our fears. We, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't invite all of those things to the table of decision making. We only have to invite his peace and his will and his desire and plan to prosper us. That's what we sit at the table with when we're making decisions. Don't bring your fear, your past, your disappointments. It has no room at the table um, because it'll only allow you to shrink, right? You'll sh- at that table, you'll shrink and those things will begin to be louder, than the voice of God. And so I'm telling you, don't sit at the table with your fears and your doubt and your disappointment and your past. Nope. It doesn't belong at the table of decision. It doesn't belong at the table of purpose and destiny. It'll only delay or detour you. So Jeremiah 29 and 11, I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. When you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. When you come looking for me, you'll find me. Yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. Ah, I always love the message version because I feel like it's like the mama and daddy version. It's like the knock it off, quit playing, get your life together version. Um, and and this this scripture always gets me because he said a lot of things there. He said, you know, first he says he has plans to take care of me, to not abandon me, and to give me the future that I hope for. And so when I'm in a space where I'm afraid and when I'm in a space that it feels like I'm entering something that has the potential to you know hurt me or just makes me feel unsafe when I'm entering a new space right and I don't know what it brings I can trust that he has it all planned out and he knows what he's doing and his plan is to take care of me, to not abandon me, and to give me the future that I hope for. And so I'm going to challenge us all to apply those three things, like those three thoughts, to any time we feel overwhelmed by life, 
or overwhelmed by the unknown, because that's genuinely what it is, that we can trust that God has a plan and in his plan, he plans to take care of me. He plans to always be with me. That's what it means to not abandon me and to give me the future that I hope for. So the thing that's in my heart that I'm fearing won't happen will happen because it's a part of his plan. And I think the other thing is that like, He's basically telling you, like, here's my plan. You can trust it. But in moments where you feel like you can't come to me and I'll respond. But only when you get serious, only when you want me more than anything in life, that's when you'll find. And I told you that, you know, earlier in the episode that I felt like, hey, God, you kind of leaving me out here to make this decision by myself. And he's like, no, when you get serious and when you come to me and ask me so I can lay it out for you or so I can give you instruction. Um, the Bible says that a righteous man's steps are ordered by God. You know, how are our steps ordered by him? Because I have to go to him and get direction and instruction and then I can follow his ordered steps that will lead me to his plan, which is to take care of me and to be with me, not abandon me and to give me the future that I hope for. And that's that's just the bottom line, guys. We got to learn to trust that all of us have to learn to trust that and not be overwhelmed by the unknown. Hopefully, guys, I said something today as I was unpacking my own box <laughs> that has helped to put your life in perspective, y'all. God already has everything planned out and we can just learn to trust him and rest in it we can't add a single thing to our life by worrying so i'm just challenging us all to release it to breathe stretch shake let it go (laughs) y'all remember that song that was so random um but just yes i'm encouraging us all to just lose control and trust in the god who is all knowing we don't have to fear the unknown because we serve a god who knows it all i love y'all and i cannot wait to be back with you guys for season two in a couple of weeks this has been life in perspective we out